Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. I'm Charlotte Spicer. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. If you're new to the show, we thank you for being here and encourage you to explore all that we offer the Spiritual Insights community. In addition to producing these segments, I am an energetic healer and channel for Jesus. Today, we continue our Masterclass educational series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil, with Mother Mary, the ascended being who gave birth to Jesus, the Christ child in her last lifetime. Joining me to bring these messages through is my special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons, full-body channel for Mother Mary since 1994. After a brief discussion, Danielle will allow Mother to come through in her distinct voice to share her loving guidance for the human journey. If you're new to these segments, Danielle is also the author of Mother Mary's Pathway to Love, a transformational book available at her website, and has connected people worldwide with Mother's Grace through life-changing courses, retreats, and online events, including pre-recorded and live stream presentations with Mother on YouTube at Mother Mary Channel. You are personally invited to participate in these events with Danielle and Mother to expand your consciousness. To learn more about upcoming events and to join Danielle's community, visit BelovedPublications.com. Visit SpiritualInsightsRadio.com to join the Spiritual Insights community, review the archives of all the transmissions, and learn more about my energetic healing work with the Divine, during which Yeshua, Mother Mary, and a host of other supreme beings, ascended masters, and archangels are present. I am so excited to get started with this. Hello, Danielle. Welcome back. It's wonderful to see you. Hello, Charlotte. It is wonderful to be here with you and all your amazing listeners. Well, we have quite a few things to discuss, and we have a very important topic today, which ties in with the retreat that you just held with Mother Mary. It was a weekend retreat, a bit of an intensive. I'll be participating soon, now that my particular journey is over. Uh, But how was the retreat? I just want to get an idea of what I'm in for. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Uh, actually, having just heard a little bit about your extraordinary experience, uh, you are in for a amazing time with Mother. So the retreat was um, the nature of consciousness embracing the void, and it was phenomenal. It, she took us so deep into our own body consciousness. She sort of um, divided consciousness into a few different levels of, so, you know, so the brain can make sense of things. Um, And she spoke about the, our personal um, void, the inner void as our unconscious, right? So she really worked with consciousness and then unconsciousness. And I tell you, it was absolutely phenomenal. I, she really took people, everybody on the journey of discovering their own body consciousness and then their spirit consciousness and then nature consciousness and the collective consciousness and then higher content. I mean, she really, she really took everybody through the different levels to experience, um, well, why consciousness matters. You know, why are we seeking it? What is the point of doing it? And um, what impact does consciousness have on our daily lives? So, um, yes, given what you've just, the journey you just took, Mm-mm. when you thought, when you're able to settle down and watch the videos, um, you're, you're going to be amazed at how in sync 
the, your journey and the retreat are just gonna be awesome. I can feel it. I can feel it. I mean, it was it was disappointing to miss it, but I had to do kind of like an active part of it mm-hmm. to go into a passive learning environment. Mm, yeah. So I went through serious shifts in consciousness, paradigm shifts, energetic um, expansion. Uh, for the listeners who aren't aware, those who were listening in the, in the last month or so are aware, I drove from Florida to the state of California, across country, by myself, pulling a 5 by 8 trailer with what remains of my belongings after having downsized so much. Um, and that downsizing project started a few years ago, remember? I do. I do remember. It started then, and now everything fits into uh, you know, pretty much a large box, and I feel great about it. I really do, um, because... <clears throat> With the changes that have taken place in my life over the past few years, what is actually happening for me is I'm saying goodbye to an old life mm-hmm. and stepping into a new life. Yeah. Um, well, I, I want to talk about that, but we also have uh, the importance of consciousness is our topic for today. So when we bring Mother through, uh, she'll be speaking on that. But I also want to remind all the listeners that uh, coming this weekend is the 1212 Gateway, which is of major importance to our shift in the collective the collective awareness our consciousness especially as it leads up to the winter solstice on december 21st so these are significant events and i hope that you're doing your best to prepare with self-care and any any of the tools that you pull into your routine to keep you energetically primed is what i like to call it don't let yourself get sluggish for this okay so I did want to share a little bit about my journey, and I had promised that I would um, report back with some miracles. <laughs> there were quite a few. Um, the most significant, I want to share the most significant. This is always something I can chat about uh, in another environment. What happened was the day before I picked up the trailer, what I did was I took all of the boxes and bins and I stacked them and measured them to, to ensure that they would fit into the trailer. I didn't want to wind up disappointed because I miscalculated and then have to drop something off at Goodwill on the way. In doing, in going through all the bins and boxes, I was, I was finding random pictures. And so I had a designated bin, a plastic bin with a purple lid. And if I found pictures, I would take it or greeting cards, significant greeting cards. I took them and I placed them in the bin, but I didn't tape it because I didn't want to have to keep taping it and untaping it. So in my, in doing my measurement, I put the bin on top of a stack of boxes with the mental note to grab that first the Mm. next day and put it to the side where it belongs. But I measured pretty well and I said, I think this is going to work. But at some point, somehow, I pulled something and that box tipped over and some things flew out of it. So, okay, so I bent down and I reached around the boxes and grabbed what I could. I got some greeting cards. I put it back in there. I said, okay, and I heard something else fall, but I said, just look for that carefully when you start moving the boxes to load them. So I did. And the, the following day, I picked up the trailer, and I was at a red light, about to pull onto, uh, we call it a freeway in California. It's like an expressway. And before I was uh, going on there, I hear, you know, hello, beloved, are you ready? And, and I was like, oh, hello, everyone. Yes, you know, I'm, I'm ready. Everybody's here. And they said, yes, like Divine Mother had said, they're all in the car with me. <laughs> so I greeted them all. And then I hear Alan mm. saying, I'm here too. And mm. I am very, very proud of you. Oh. So I was like, oh, hey, babe, thanks. You know, that's, that, that's sweet. Great. <clears throat> the weird thing was then I heard another voice that was very familiar to me. And many of the listeners may be aware that I had a partner, uh, a boyfriend that I had known for a very long time. Um, it, this person passed away in a car accident in October 1993 and that was an extremely difficult time for me that about almost killed me I almost didn't survive it 
but over the years, you know, I grew and stretched and healed. And um, so, you know, that worked out where I, where I was in a good place with it. So it was his voice that I heard, and it was, and I'm proud of you too, Char. And I was like, wait a minute, Joey? And he says, yeah. He says, I'm coming with you on your trip. I was like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, and so they were all kind of laughing, like, surprise. And I said, well, you know what? That's great. You know, all right, everyone aboard. I, I appreciate the company and the support and and the everybody being the cheerleader. So this is wonderful. So I there here comes my green light. I get on the highway. I get to the storage unit, and I was like, don't forget to look for those anything that fell. I start unloading boxes. I see th three pictures face down on the floor of the storage unit. So pick up these, pick these up carefully. Let me see what they are. And all three were pictures of Joey and me in our early twenties. All three were just of him and me. And I said, okay, all right, I see how this is going to go. So that was miracle number one. Um, and then many synchronicities were to follow. But to have them with me, and then especially to hear Alan saying, slow down, get in your right lane, you're fine. Because I had to get used to pulling this trailer. So it was a real, it was a real moment of sink or swim, mm. drive or pull over. You can either do this or you can't, but you know you can. And deep down, there was this emergence, a big emergence of mm -hmm. like a true aspect of self. So that continued throughout the journey. Um, but it was really a huge matter of, like I said, leaving my old life behind, leaving old beliefs behind, thoughts of limitation, thoughts of impossibility. Thoughts like my life would never be that way. This is the way my life is and it can't and it cannot change mm. or it won't change because no matter what I seem to do, it doesn't. Mm. And so this is one of those crossing over some kind of threshold, especially consciousness. So I make my way through Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. I had a couple good experiences there. I get into Texas and I really felt a difference in the energy. I, this is where I felt a real expansion of my energy field, my mm -hmm. consciousness, and I guess because of the expansiveness of Texas. Oh, yeah. Mirrored. So each state kind of mirrored what I was feeling. Oh. And so it was really interesting. What I found was, first of all, I navigated Houston traffic like a champ. <laughs> and it occurred to me, like, how are you so calm? driving through all this with a trailer and you're just like it's a breeze that's not me that's not the driver i am i'm ultra careful oh my god i'm kind of nervine but i was so calm and then the next thing i noticed especially when i had to get off the interstate i was on i-10 in the south going from florida straight through to california i would have to get off and gas up uh get to a rest area what have you and the thing I noticed the most was when I went to get back on the road, it wasn't that nail-biting thing. Which way did I come from? I do not have an inner compass. Oh, I don't either. I don't have a wit of an inner compass. Spit, close my eyes and spin me around once or twice. <laughs> and I am lost yes. and feeling foolish. Mm. Like, why is this so difficult? It's really not that hard. Like, where is your consciousness if you can't align with where you need to be going or how to get back to where you just came from? Mm -hmm. That dissolved. It was like, oh, I know exactly where I am. I need to make a left, go down there about a quarter mile, make a right, and the ramp should be right there. There is no way I could have known this, not mm -hmm. with the lack of sense of direction that I have. Yeah. Um, that was a major change, and I hope it stays. I hope it just wasn't a temporary okay. thing. <laughs> temporary grace. Please yeah. stay and please get bigger. Um, but yeah, the new sense of direction, the consciousness shifts, the expansion. Uh, I visited friends in San Antonio, so I did get a little socializing in there. So thank you to Jenny and Dave for uh, hosting me in your beautiful home and uh, spending time with me and sharing in my experience. Uh, made my way through all these towns. And like I said, every town I visited was a town I had interest in. I got to El Paso. I don't know why I'm interested in it, but I got to see a little bit of it. I got to New Mexico. Then I got to Arizona, and things just kind of expanded. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've heard people say their experiences, but they're mostly in Sedona. Yeah. But I might have I might have been picking up on the radar because I, it was I have got to come back here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the one that was the one state where I looked for and found a rock, because when I visit a place I like, I don't buy souvenirs. I, I pick a rock, a piece of nature and geology. And that's my energy piece. As I'm driving west on I-10 through all these different environments, what became larger and larger for me? was peace was peace now I had that beautiful peace in April it lasted through May and most of June I knew it would I knew I would crash at some point thankfully I didn't quite crash but it did wane the pressure did continue to build events happened you know life continued basically but there was this peace and now I could feel how liberating it was to do this for me so i would highly recommend it for anybody right if it's within your means to do it all throughout this trip i was peaceful it was liberating i felt expansion i felt possibilities i felt conscious awareness of self i felt huge change transformational change and that sensation of shedding your skin like a snake i felt that the whole way Energy walls, like I was driving through, I don't know if anybody's walked through an energy wall. I know I described it once where I kind of walked through this wall of energy and turned around in the room I was in. It was in my old apartment and said, oh my God, I just stepped out of the past into the future. Mm. I felt this several times along the way. Synchronicities, rebirth, Mm. total rebirth, moving forward willingly. This is, this is, I was all in alignment. Leaving the past and old, beli- old beliefs, leaving the past and old beliefs behind, like I said. But a whole new way of thinking. If I'm leaving behind limitation, lack, um, self-pity, those types of things, I'm stepping into freedom, alignment, a new consciousness. Not that I'm not conscious, because I think with people like us being highly sensitive. That helped me to be aware of all that I was experiencing on this. So I always aim for consciousness, but I think being highly sensitive added Mm -hmm. to the experience to such an exponential degree that I was able to take it all in and process it. And for that, I'm just so grateful. And then finally, I got to wonder at the beauty of it all. Mm. Arizona, those mountains in the distance, they actually looked purple. (laughs) Yeah. And I got to see the Purple Mountains Majesty that I always mm-hmm. sung about and was just always wanted to know what that was. But honestly, overall, it, it was gracefully mm-hmm. stepping into a new life, not, not lunging into it, yeah. trying to get there ahead of time, not pulling away from it, trying to hold back out of fear. I gracefully glided into a new life, a new consciousness a new existence with peace and clarity and a lot of smiles to show for it because I shot some video as I went through some of these environments with some special choices, uh, special selections in music that I had chosen. Awesome. So you get to see, I don't know that anybody would, anybody else would appreciate it the way I would, but if I were to watch them again, I will be able to feel kind of like the the horizon expanding for me. So that's what I wanted to share, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for sitting through all that. It truly was spectacular. Joey and Alan uh, were with me the whole time navigating because there were a couple spots. You know what? As I got into California, things started to get a little wobbly. And it must have been because this took me 10 days to do because I had limited driving time. It, the excitement and the adventure someness I guess of it started to wear off and I started to get fatigued and so I think that allowed some of the insecurity to keep in like with the driving and with the the different styles of other people's driving and so I started to get a little anxious but then what I felt as I got into the mountains was past life a feeling of past life like there was something that happened in these mountains that I was involved in maybe with the building, the construction of the, of the roadways that are windy going through the mountains. 
it really rattled me. And I said, oh, wow. but you were fine through the mountains of Arizona. What's the problem? And I think it, that's when it was like a drumbeat of past life. Something happened here. So maybe yeah. there's something to resolve. I don't know. I handled it. Yeah. I handled it and was okay. Maybe that's something to look into later. But I'm here. I am in my uh, new uh, new home. I will be here for uh, quite a while, and I look forward to, number one, being in the same time zone as you, Danielle, and several other co-hosts. Yay. That'll be fun. And just moving forward uh, with, with excitement. So that's it. That's all I've got. That is beautiful, Charlotte. I have a question for you in relation to consciousness, and I think this is an important point that I would like to have you kind of share with the listeners. Um, you know, this journey that you have just undertaken was not a snap decision. You were not running away from something. You were like in, in the vein of consciousness, you took your time, right? And coming to this, um, well, this consciousness that led you to California. Could you speak just a little bit about that? Because I I think that because when you recommend the listeners do something like this, undertake it, I think the preparation part is important as well. You know, meaning like how you got to uh, your decision to take the journey in the first place. Yes, that's a fabulous question. And it's something that I roll around in my mind. One of the most important things to bring to everyone's awareness is that for most of the journey, most of this 10 day journey, what kept coming back to me and that I would mull over is how most or all of my previous experiences prepared me for the experience I was having now. Oh. So you have exposure to the trucking industry, which gave me the knowledge that of how people driving tractor trailers, how they're trained, how they operate their vehicles and their and the safety measures that they take. That took a lot of fear out. Um, there was, in the immediate sense, there were a lot of other um, times of exposure to something that would lend knowledge, that would lend to confidence in doing this. But in the immediate sense, I was told uh, earlier in the year to explore areas in Florida, look for many lakes, look for something, look for the rightness of each area. Don't worry about details you're looking for the rightness so i had gone to at least 10 to 12 towns looking for a place to rent and everything i found said no or absolutely not or not what i thought mm -hmm. and it became a little daunting and then there were these other two places i found which seemed perfect but again the answer was no coming from somewhere deep within me yeah but I want to be settled and I would dispute it and try to argue with it. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. But, you know, yeah, you argue with it and you, you try to bargain with it and, it, and maybe a, a quick little trip around the grief cycle of why can't I do what I feel like doing? Yeah. Because I want to be done with this. Like, like Daniela and I have said, you know, we've talked about being a block of marble at the mercy of a sculptor. We've mm -hmm. talked about me feeling like I'm in a dryer with a bunch of jagged rocks and some vinegar. Um, maybe they removed the vinegar. The rocks were still there. But I think what I had to go through, and I, and I appreciate the process, even though I might not be very happy in the midst of it all the time. I had to recognize enough no's yep. to mm -hmm. desensitize or to sensitize myself enough to recognize it when it was yes. Yes. Excellent. So when those yes. last two places, when the answer was no, one place was adorable, but the, the homeowner was obviously fixing it up to sell it and take advantage of this booming market. Uh, yeah. I thought it was perfect for me. Yeah. My higher self had another idea okay. for the, to my surprise, I felt a really deep depression starting to come over me. Mm. So a friend of mine who I recently brought onto the show, Myra Rath, uh, she felt it in, and she could hear it in my voice. She said, I've known you two years. I've never heard you feel this bad. I, 
actually, I felt this bad. You just couldn't hear it. She said, no, this is bad. You need to get on a plane and come visit. You need to change the scenery. The walls are closing in on you. I said, that's exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. Everything's closing in on me. So what I call that is kind of like the funnel effect where guidance starts to have like a funnel and steer you, yep. even though you feel or perceive another scenario, this is in effect what's happening. You're following those, those guideposts at the bank. You have to follow where the, where the line goes. So I come to California, I'm in Southern California, south of Los Angeles, and there it was. Mm -hmm. There was that yes, and one of her relatives had said, how do you like it here? I said, well, it seems to be for the second time in my life, another instance of my body is catching up with my soul. Mm. I'm having a homecoming moment right now, just having lunch in front of the beach. Yeah. I knew I'd be in a beach town or near a beach because one day when I set out to go explore an area, a seagull stepped in front of my vehicle and refused to move. I tried to steer around it. It said, nope, went back the other way, stood in front of the vehicle. So I tried to go to the right. Nope, did it again. So I said, okay, Mr. Seagull, a beach town it is, somewhere near the beach. And then he moved out of the way. It was, it was kind of like, you can go now. Silly, I know. But these, these are things that I can't get away from because this is how I've been thinking since I was a child. I interpret everything. So take that, take the expansion of consciousness, the paradigm shift, the hypersensitivity. Couple that with the fact that I was a little annoyed at one point because I, I was driving along. I was like, cool, Mother's here, Metatron's here, Divine Mother, Yeshua, uh, Archangel, Zadkiel, Christiel, and Joey and Alan are here. And then I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, all right, you two. I don't want you getting too chummy. And I was seriously annoyed. I, this had just occurred to me, like, oh, what are you, like, jealous or something? I don't care. <laughs> I said, I don't want you two getting too chummy. But Alan assured me. He said, no, it's okay. We had a few laughs and talked mostly about how much we love you. Mm. I said, okay, that I'm comfortable with. But at first I was kind of, like, defensive. That's the word. Mm. I was a little defensive, like, no, nah, I don't think I need you two being friends. <laughs> Totally different experiences. I don't know that you would have too much to share. But that they did. But apparently they had a couple laughs. So I was okay with it. But I needed those no's. And I equated it with kissing frogs till you find your prince. Mm, yeah. You know, how yeah. and you have to kiss a few frogs before you find your prince. I had to feel the wrongness of it so clearly as to not mistake it. And not be able to overlay it. Wish, with wishful thinking, or uh, I'll call it ego is uh, ego exertion. Right. right. Because we can do that. We can overlay it and paint a, a different story around it. It's going to be great, and we can lie to ourselves all we want, even though yeah. we know the truth down down beneath the surface. We can really try to skew it, and then we want to shake our fist at the heavens when it doesn't work out. That's right. Yeah. And so I surrender to that. I don't want to go through all this and not end up in the wrong, in the right place. I, you know, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want a facsimile of the future I feel I'm stepping into. Yeah. I don't want the counterfeit. I wanted, I wanted the real deal. The real deal meant having a, tra a hitch attached to my vehicle, getting a trailer, learning how to drive it and going through all of my belongings for over a month to decide what stays and what goes. Mm -hmm. And it was worth every minute of it. See, that is, uh, that's what I was hoping you would share is in order to raise your consciousness about the rightness of something or what's next for you, you took a lot of action. You know, you didn't just spend a lot of time just sitting around sort of you know, circling the wagons or going through those pain cycles in your head, you actually went out and took action. You were encouraged to go find, explore these towns so that, unbeknownst to you, but so that you could learn what no was so then you would be prepared for yes. 
you know, when yes came along, it would be really obvious to you. And that is such an expansion of consciousness. That's huge, but it came through taking action. When you felt the need to start downsizing two years ago, you did it. You know, all this, we don't really know how much consciousness we need in preparation for a particular transformation, which is why it is so critical to to really follow that inner guidance, that still small voice, whether it's coming from mother, Yeshua, your own intuition, but to just feel it out and take action on it and see where it leads you. And it's it's just an extraordinary journey of consciousness from when it began over two years ago, when you just felt the, the call to start downsizing and you had no idea why, or when you were called to just start packing up your stuff and you had no idea why, but you did it. I, you know? And, and then did. because you did it, it, took a lot of anxiety and pressure off of you as you got to each stage of this journey for yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like the, you know, your willingness to follow your inner guidance um, prepared you for Hmm. that next step and then that next step and then that next step, even though you couldn't see what those steps were going to be until you got to them. Mm -hmm. And there's an analogy that I've heard many, many times, which is absolutely my favorite. And um, it is exactly like driving at night. You know, the, the expansion of consciousness, the following of your inner voice is just like driving at night. You can only see as far as your headlights, you know, the edge of your headlights. And so yeah. you are following just that stretch of light. And, you know, and then when you get to the end of that, it, expands again. And then there's this next stretch of light and then the next stretch, you know, so every moment it's expanding, but it never goes so far out. You know, you, you really just have to focus on literally what's in front of you. What's in front of you. Exactly. What is that next thing? And somehow just like driving at night, even though you can't see very far, you get to where you're going, you know, and you uh, do. Yeah. You do. And if you look back and if you look back, honestly, I think the process is much less painful. If you mm-hmm. follow that protocol yeah. of focusing on just what's in front of you, because the stimulus from what you can't see beyond <laughs> the reach of your headlights is way too much to handle. The, totally. the human system can't process it and yeah. it fries you. This yeah. is where we get into trouble. You know, I, I'm always impressed by your powers of observation, but I can hear in my head now all, all of my guidance team saying, down to the bare minimum, beloved, downsize, down to the bare minimum. Okay. And so I took that to the level I felt was adequate. Yeah. Not nearly. <laughs> Not nearly. So I this was, this was bare minimum. If I put my hands beside my eyes, my fingers beside my eyes, this was bare minimum at one point. Then I took it down to my throat. Now, that's the new bare minimum. <laughs> oh, more? Unload more? Then it, get, it went lower and lower and deeper and deeper until I went from a full household of furniture and belongings yeah. and mementos. And it all fit in a five-by-eight trailer. Mm. Wow. Imagine packing up your entire house and fitting it into, like I said, a large box, hitching it to your vehicle, throwing in your luggage and your snacks and hitting the road. Oh, yeah, I've done it. Total liberation. Oh, you have. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've uh, I've upsized and downsized so many times. I've moved so many times in my life. I am a professional mover who does not do that for a living. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I know you've been in different areas. Oh, yeah. All over the country. Yep. Yeah. Didn't you live down here somewhere in uh, Arizona? Oh, I lived in Sedona. I've lived in um, 
Los Angeles. I've lived in Seattle, the Midwest, Kansas, Ohio, Missouri. I've lived in Alabama. I grew up in Alabama. I've lived in Boston, Manhattan, New York. Um, yeah, you name it. I've I've lived it. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm in Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, Georgia, excuse me, Atlanta as well, and all that, yeah. That's how you know that friend that you went to visit when you went to the retreat, okay. Yeah. I know you went to visit a close friend. Okay, wow, I did not know you had that kind of geological history. Oh, yeah. I moved all through my childhood, and I just kept doing it. (laughs) Wow, and for me, it's been very sedentary. I'm a homebody. Pick a place and stay there no matter what. Okay. Well, should we bring mother through to see what she has to say about the importance of consciousness? Yes. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Hmm. Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome. So wonderful to see you. It is wonderful to be with you, my love, and all your wonderful listeners. Mm -hmm. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about consciousness and why it is important. In case you are unaware, your whole evolution as a soul on its human path relies on consciousness. So without consciousness, you cannot increase your light, your capacity to love and be loved, your um, ability to feel your intuition, to follow that intuition, right? So everything that you need in this life uh, or any of your lives as a human relies on consciousness. Now, wants, the fulfillment of wants, don't necessarily rely on consciousness. But to fulfill your needs and your heart's desires all require consciousness, right? So in a small, little small uh, explanation of what consciousness is, it is a web that is woven throughout consciousness. It is how beings, not just humans, but how beings identify their reality. So when you are exploring consciousness, your own personal consciousness, You are not creating something, right? And I've talked about this before in relation to love um, and light. It's not about you creating consciousness. It's about you awakening to your consciousness that is. Okay. So you are a part of the one, each and every one of you. 
even though you get to have this human experience where you are unique, you are having a unique experience, you are never separate. You are not living separately, even though it can feel that way or you can perceive it that way. But that is not the deeper truth of what's happening. Right? So what happens to you happens to all. What happens to all happens to you at some level. Right? So when you awaken to consciousness, you are really awakening to this web of life, this web of creation. And the more you awaken, the more your awareness expands into consciousness, the greater your ability to gain wisdom. And so if we look at wisdom as uh, knowledge plus experience yes. equals wisdom or creates wisdom, Mm -hmm. And that's really what you want, what you need, what you desire. When your wants, needs, and desires all come into alignment, that, is, uh, that happens when wisdom is born within you. Because wisdom allows you that feeling of safety. So if we take your existence all the way back to your uh, instinctual animal existence, one of the primary goals of your instinctive nature is to be safe. Right. Whatever that means to you, and that can change as you evolve, as you awaken over the course of your life. So... Because you are driven to live as safely as you are possibly able, you need wisdom in order to create that for yourself, in order to find it, to nurture it, to bring it about, right? Mm -hmm. Manifest safety. And this is why uh, the way people choose to awaken can be so confusing because some people choose the path that looks entirely unsafe, that can feel unsafe to them personally. But there is a drive within them to figure out how to make themselves safe. And so sometimes they have to go way out to the outer edges, as far away from seeming safety as possible, mm -hmm. in order to figure out what's really safe for them. Because if they were raised in an unsafe environment, they have no experiential concept of safety right so their uh, believe it or not their animal self figures out how to go to the extreme to explore to find that inner sense of safety sometimes it uh, works out in the death of the body Sometimes it works out in continued life of the body. But all of this is a process by which your inner awareness grows and expands in consciousness. And I cannot stress to you enough the importance of consciousness because one of the wonderful things about consciousness is that you get to experience yourself 
whether it's your body consciousness, your higher consciousness, you get to experience it from that place of you are everything and you are nothing, right? So you experience the consciousness of your hearing, not as focusing on particular sounds and your thoughts about those sounds, but just your hearing as it is. Or you experience your heartbeat as it is, not with any thought attached to it, or why it beats, or how many beats per minute, or is this a healthy beat? Mm -hmm. That is not when you are exploring consciousness, that's not really what it's about. Because it's that vast web, you are elevating your awareness to, yes, you can focus on specific things, but without thought. And that is the brilliance of consciousness. Because conscious awareness, it goes beyond brain uh, typical brain function Mm -hmm. right it allows you to uh, experience stimulation and information knowledge experience all at the same time without necessarily getting caught up in any one part of it or having an opinion of it having an opinion of it or a judgment or an expectation around it or making any kind of assumptions, because those are all thought-based experiences. Your consciousness transcends thought. Thought might be a part of it along the way, but it's not about thought. Whereas so much of your daily living is often tied to thought right? Yeah. People have a tendency to perceive themselves and others based on a person's opinions, their beliefs, their judgments, their assumptions, their expectations. But those are all just thought forms or mental constructs. Mm -hmm. They are only a fraction of who you are And I don't even mean necessarily your larger spirit, but literally just your human self. You are so much more than just a series of thoughts that might formulate important things inside of you, important beliefs, important understandings. But it is within the realm of consciousness that you really experience yourself in wholeness. W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S, wholeness, right? Yes. And when you can experience yourself as whole, even if the thoughts can't figure that out, can't reconcile themselves, with that experience, it is within the experience of your own consciousness that you grow as a person, that you find the courage inside to move across country, to do something that feels scary, to take a risk, to explore something that Maybe you would never have seen yourself exploring before. Yes. It is in that wholeness that you recognize the deep sense of wisdom that you are, that is. That you don't have to base all your choices and decisions on the limited thought patterns, the way your brain functions in relation to thoughts, 
And you don't have to only utilize that to make your decisions, to make your choices, your discernment, to understand your beliefs, that there is so much more to you. And when you sit in your own consciousness, you access that more. And again, it does not have to be about higher consciousness, about um, communing with angels and uh, divine mother and Yeshua. Literally, for you to just sit in your own body consciousness will give you an expanded wholeness that you cannot conceive of with your thoughts. And when I say body consciousness, I mean the brain that's in your head, the brain that's in your belly, mm -hmm. the physical, the blood, the bones, uh, the tissue, um, your emotions, your intuition, because that is the soul, the part of your spirit that resides within your body that animates your body mm -hmm. so that's part of body consciousness and that animal instinctual self that i spoke of that's part of body consciousness right right so you have all these wonderful parts of your body that are extraordinary absolutely extraordinary right so I'm encouraging you all today to just start exploring that consciousness. And the easiest way to do it is to get body-centered, right? To sit and get body-centered. Listen to the breath, the heartbeat, and keep expanding that. Maybe going to different parts, feel the weight of your hands, Feel your feet wherever they are, if they are both on the ground or you're cross-legged. Feel your belly. Feel the weight of your brain in your head. And then put it all together and just settle into your body. The physical body, your emotions, your brains top and bottom, your animal instinctual self, your intuitive soul. Let it all just be without thought. None of that requires thought. And you know the difference between thought and just awareness. So the more you can focus on awareness, awakening your awareness to your body consciousness, the easier it will be to calm your mind, to navigate your life to get comfortable with feeling whatever you're feeling and then expressing whatever you need to express in a way that does not diminish yourself or others. Because here's the wonderful thing about consciousness. Your body consciousness is connected to your higher consciousness, which is connected to the collective consciousness, and then the divine consciousness and nature consciousness, right? So it's right. all one big web. I see. Mm -hmm. And so when you are aware of your body consciousness, what your body needs, what your heart's desire, what your inner guidance is. You are not only doing what's best for you, but you are also doing what's best 
for those around you, for the collective, for nature. Right? Mm -hmm. All the choices that you make when it comes from consciousness rather than the thought patterns within your brain, mm -hmm. you are accessing something much greater. So you are taking care of yourself and you are serving that which is outside of you at the same time. Mm. Okay. So when I say importance of consciousness, better maybe to say the critical need for conscious awareness, right? Yes. And particularly as you evolve as a human being, as your soul evolves, you will find that it becomes painfully obvious when you are reacting from thought patterns rather than acting from consciousness it will become painfully obvious when you are falling into those old uh, thought patterns that you're not enough or um, you can't do something even though you feel that inner guidance to do it um, yes. That when you are diminishing yourself in any way, when you are not taking care of yourself, you will really start to feel the difference of when you are acting or behaving or flowing from your consciousness and your thought patterns. Thoughts are designed to help enact, manifest your consciousness into the physical world. They are not meant or designed to lead. They are designed to follow. Does that make sense? I see. Follow as in provide support for what you are becoming aware of or awakening to? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yes. Yes. I had a moment like that where my thoughts were starting to take over mm. and I was having so much fun not being afraid. I was having fun not being afraid. And yes. then I came upon this enormous bridge that was so tall and so steep. Mm. And I was just blown away by this. How am I going to get up there? And I couldn't avoid it. So there I was at the bottom, and it was so steep. I'm looking up, and I'm pulling the trailer, and I and my thoughts started racing. You're going to fall backwards. It it seemed to defy gravity, and I was going higher and higher. And I looked over, and I was so high in the air, which I love to be, just not on the edge of a bridge. And I said, No, don't look there. Don't look there. So I looked in the other direction, and I looked at the other drivers. And I said, they don't seem to be having a problem. Mm. They're not freaking out. They don't look afraid. They don't feel panicked. So why are you? Mm. You're fine. Relax and enjoy this. Here's the best part. And I did. I yeah. let go and I got to the top. And I started to go over. Everything was fine. And I said, why is your perception so fearful when everybody, no, not necessary. And I got over and mother, it felt like a personal triumph. Yes. It was exquisite. I loved it. Wonderful. And those are the moments where your conscious awareness allows you to see that your thoughts have the power to take you right out of the fun right out of the joy yeah, and into anxiety, something else entirely, almost 
from moment to moment. And it also then gives you the ability to know, to have the wisdom to feel that you can bring yourself right back out of the anxiety, back into the joy before it takes hold in the physical body. Like when it's first just starting to move through your mind, that's mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. That's the time to make that shift back into joy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so as you expand into wholeness, you will be able to recognize more easily in the moment when the thoughts are trying to take over your reality. And you can feel the difference in your whole being. You can feel the difference. You can feel how those thoughts are not designed to even help you navigate a particular situation. They are so surface. They don't really offer much solution. They are very cyclical or sort of hamster wheel type thoughts. Mm -hmm. They don't have much or any support whatsoever. And so they leave you gasping and grasping and feeling that the rug was just pulled out. And you can, instead of then moving into another thought pattern of blaming yourself or why is this happening, you can breathe through that and say, wow, these really aren't supportive at all. They feel so flimsy and yet powerful at the same time because of the repetition that I have practiced with them over all these years of my life, right? That is what has given them power. But the truth is on their own, these kinds of thoughts have very little power. Yes. And so this is why consciousness is so critical because it helps you to feel that all these old thought patterns that have gotten you into pain or suffering, they are not your true power. They were never designed to provide true power. The true power lies within your consciousness. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes. And that is what I wanted to convey to you and your wonderful listeners on this day. Mm -hmm. Well, we all thank you very much. This is wonderful. And I'll look forward to the next time. I love you, my daughter. I love you too. All of you that are listening. Mm. Mm. Namaste. Namaste. Welcome back. Why, thank you. Wow. Lovely to be back. I have to say that on a subject like this, uh, I can be a fountain of useless information. <laughs> I can I can grab facts and, and experiences and weave them together and, and tell you something that sounds really cool. But when Mother speaks on this, it is a waterfall of profundity <laughs> that is unmatched. So wait till you listen to the retreat. I can't. Wait. I mean, I have to tell you, I, there were there were times when I came back, and there was just this. I, I couldn't. I could barely speak. I mean, I could. And which, as I'm sure all of you know at this point, that's not really an issue for me. 
<laughs> Me either. And it's hard I mean, to render me speechless. Was speechless, and yeah, that's a rarity for me. It but takes it, a lot to do that. Yeah. Yes, and it kept happening, like every segment of the retreat, and people were we were just put in the chat, like, "Wow!" and then pause, and then "Wow!" <laughs> and then slowly but surely, people would start putting in comments, and like a little more, and a little more, but. Yeah, it was their motor uh, skills eventually came back. Exactly. <laughs> they were stunned yeah. and, yes, and paralyzed was... by awe yeah. and inspiration. Yeah. Was... Yeah. So okay. you are gonna love it. I thought about you actually a few times throughout. I would have these little tiny little side thoughts. I'd be like, oh Cheryl's gonna love that. Like <laughs> did you thought, really? Oh my god, she's gonna love that. Oh, that's so sweet that you would think of me in such a uh, an immersive time. Uh, I'm sorry for being late, but I had a very tall bridge to cross. No, no, you were there. That's <laughs> I'm why kidding. you kept popping in. I mean, you were there. I was. I thought about just, it the whole time. You're just going to get the information yeah. a little later, but you were definitely there. And and I was like, oh, it's starting at noon today, and I wonder <laughs> what they're talking about. But I was, I really was... I was doing my thing in the sequence these events needed to occur, and I understood that, and I appreciated it, and I went with the correctness of it because something big must be about to happen for me to take these smaller steps. I am cool with that. I have taught this over the years from a from a place of experience this isn't the first time i've done something like this this is the right. biggest example of having done this mm -hmm. in this preparatory way in finding the yes as you wade through the nose in being conscious and i know we all dislike the word patience but you have to set aside the expectations and the anxiety and the patience isn't an issue um and um, I just, I know you have to go, so I want to thank you once again, but I want to remind the listeners, we did not have a segment in um, November 2021, but there was a significant video made and published on YouTube on the subject of hatred, and I want all the listeners, please go check that out and listen to it, because it will um, help you to make a major shift as we come into the energies of the 1212 gateway of the winter solstice mother talked about what hatred is in such a way that will open your eyes so i hope that we all will take advantage of the opportunity to clear out whether it's hatred or something softer yeah. resentment prejudice yeah. bias no. whatever it is whatever to whatever degree you feel a lack of love Mm. please listen to this watch this video and apply it to your life i wanted to make sure i got that out i want to remind everybody belovedpublications.com is where you go to learn more about danielle mother mary their online events which again are pre-recorded in some cases but also live so learn more there spiritual insights radio is where the archives live and where you can book a private session with me for energetic healing Danielle, once again, thank you for your time, your love, your wisdom, and your insights. Thank you, Charlotte. It is always such a joy to be here with you. Love you, honey. I love you, too. Talk to you soon. Mwah. All right, everyone, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for the privilege of sharing this space with you. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.